Hey, you're listening to the Quarry Podcast. Get ready to be encouraged and uplifted with us today. All right, so I'm super excited to be here with you guys. I had to straighten this. It's crooked and it's bothering me. <laughs> okay, so I'm just going to go right in with a title. Uh, my title is One Size Does Not Fit All. I don't know how y'all feel about one-size-fits-all clothing, but I think it's the stupidest thing ever invented because you're either going to get a dress that's supposed to, or a tube top that's supposed to be a dress or, like, you know, vice versa, something. It never looks right. But um, I'll get to why I chose that title later. But um, when I was coming up with what I was going to talk about, I was a little lost. Like, I already knew what Morgan and Amzie were going to talk about, and I was like, okay, well... That's like everything I would have thought of. That's why you need the Holy Ghost. But <laughs> I had a pretty idea, clear idea what they were talking about. And then um, I was sitting in, side note, I wasn't here last week. I missed you guys. I kept thinking about you, and I really wish I was here. But um, I was listening to Amzie's podcast in Coffee Crossing, like trying not to make a scene because I was crying. That story that he told at the beginning, I was like, <laughs> it like really got me. But, um, you know, I always kind of start off when I have to talk about something. I ask myself questions about the topic, and we're talking about build your church. Why do we, why we need to build the church? Like, just a really basic question. And I, like, you know, everything I would have thought of, they were already talking about. Or I just, you know, I was having trouble coming up with something. And then I came across this YouTube video, such a random find. It's an old YouTube video. And it's from these two guys I like to watch on YouTube. They're funny. And, but it was just a random, it was a serious video. They only post funny stuff. But, so I'm, I'm going to tell you a story too. Mine is not hypothetical. It's real. This actually happened. I'm just going to tell you about this video. Um, so they wrote a book and they dedicated it to their friend who passed away. And, um, so just real quick, I will sum up this whole story for you. The three friends, they were friends since elementary. And the two best friends who are still living, they own a business together. Their other friend's name was Ben. So in middle school, Ben developed a chronic fatigue disorder. So it was basically his quality of life was really low. As a middle schooler, he couldn't really do anything other kids could do. And he struggled through life constantly. And as he got older it got worse and the two guys were devout Christians they grew up in a very small Christian town and they were in church their whole lives and they were you know they had been saved since they were kids they grew up in church so when they all three got into college age you know the the other two have moved on with their lives they're adults and you know they have girlfriends they went to prom blah 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 they're in college now Ben is still sick sick And these two are moving on with their lives. So when they got into college, they were kind of radicalized. And they joined, they partnered with an organization that their main thing was traveling the world and spreading the gospel. It's what they did. And they were passionate about it. Like, that's what they wanted to do. That's what they were doing. And meanwhile, since he was a kid, Ben refused to listen to anything about being saved or Christianity or anything like that. He refused. He just said, I don't really subscribe to that. And so the two guys were very upset about that, obviously, as you would be if one of your best friends just decided, you know, I don't want to be saved. 
So they moved on. They traveled the world. Ben is still at home in his parents' basement, sick. Um, they got into their 30s. They started families. The two started a business together, and they got really famous on YouTube. They got very popular. And when they were mid-30s, their friend called them and said, I have cancer, stage four, I'm dying. And, of course, their first thought, being Christians, we got to get him saved. Now, I did a little bit of digging. I realized they don't believe like us. They don't believe in healing. My first thought would have been, he's got to get healed. But they said, we got to get him saved. And so they went and visited Ben every week, once a week. And... They would talk to him, and, you know, they tried and tried and tried and tried to get him saved, and he was irritated by it, and he's like, I just don't believe that, and they, you know, they pleaded with him. They're like, Ben, you are dying. Like, <laughs> you, you're not worried about where you're going, and he said, I just don't believe, and it got to a point where they, they said that every time they got in their car, they left Ben's home, they wept because they were just so, you know, he was wasting away as the days went by and he just didn't care where he was going then on their last visit with Ben he was at this point very sick they said you know just to look at him he it looked like he would just fall apart any second on their last visit they asked him again and it, Ben's family had already asked them please stop talking to him about that it makes him upset but they asked him one more time because they knew the doctors told them this is your last visit they asked him, and he agreed, and he got saved. So I felt pretty happy at this point because I was like, hey, he got saved. That's awesome. I wish he would have got or gotten healed, but I realized at this point they don't believe in that, but he went to heaven. But the sentence here stopped me in my tracks. One of the friends, they were talking about Ben, and they said, I have so much regret I regret that I spent so much time trying to convince him of something that I don't believe anymore. I was like, hold on. They talked about for, this video was so long, I don't know how I made it to the end of it, but it was so long, and they talked about so long for how they were, how passionate they were about it. And I was like, how can you be so passionate about something and then just, I don't believe it anymore. They carried on to discuss why they don't believe. And they, they said, you know, I don't, I don't know if Ben's in heaven. I don't know where he is because I don't believe in heaven anymore. That was, I was sh shaken by that. I couldn't believe that. It, it's really sad. And how could, I kept thinking that they were so passionate about it. How could they just drop that like it was nothing? And then I, I did a little research because I was like, okay, let me just do some more research. I found some more YouTube videos about them where they talked about the organization they were a part of and what kind of church they went to and stuff like that. And I found out that the way they believed and the organization that they were a part of was very one-size-fits-all, pray this prayer, you're going to get saved, but go live your life, that's all. And this kind of got me thinking about growing our church. There's so many people out there that are saved, but that it was like that for them. They got saved, and then it was like, okay, so I'm going back to my garbage life and all my problems. And I just, I realized, you know, it's very easy as a young person to be kind of drawn into something if it seems exciting, if the crowd's going that way. So they got drawn into it as teenagers, but when they got older and life got harder, they realized there was no 
relationship with God. They had nothing to hold on to. They, as far as they knew, he was just like a deity in the sky who controlled everything. But they had no relationship. And the organization they were a part of, basically, there was no cultivating a relationship with God. They didn't even really believe that was possible. And I, it's just I, the more I read about it, the more I realized how sad it is that there's people who, you know, they, they're in their heads. That's the way they believe. No relationship. There's nothing. You can't talk to God because he doesn't want to talk to you, which in reality that's all he wants. You know, Philippians 4, 6, tell him every detail of your life. He wants that. He craves that from, for you. He created us for companionship. He wanted to be a part of our lives and for him to be in the center of our lives. And that story just really irked me a little bit because I just, I couldn't imagine how that could have happened. And, you know, it makes me sad knowing that they're, not saved at this point. They're not going to heaven because they just say, I don't believe. And there's a lot of people like that. And like Amzie said last week, you know, there's a lot of people that are on a track like that. And, you know, I go back to when he was talking and it made me think, I mean, I was sitting there bawling because I started thinking about myself. You know, if I had not been born into the local church, my life would look so different. I know I would be a girl who was terrified of everything. She would struggle with anxiety. She would be heartbroken. She would, you know, all these things. She would have grown up without a father. Because, you know, really, in real, realistically, I wouldn't be here. The church, the local church saved my dad and my mom. But if it hadn't been for that, I wouldn't be here. But, you know, can you imagine how different those guys' lives would have been if they had a real relationship with God? What if Ben knew about healing? You know, there's so many people that don't understand that this is, this is out there for us. You know, we, we have a whole Bible to read and, you know, talks about God's relationship with us. We have, you know, a prayer language, a private prayer language that's not like anybody else's. It's not one size fits all. Yours is different than mine. And, you know, my relationship with God is different than till it's, it's, you know, it's not the same. And there are thousands of people in this community that are searching for something real, you know, because I think nowadays, especially with social media, everything is fake to a certain degree. You know, I, I hate looking through social media, honestly, because I just feel like once I get to the end of it, I'm like, man, I just scrolled and looked at nothing for hours. But it's like everybody is looking for something to make them feel love, to fill that hole that they have in themselves that really only God can fill. And, you know, like Amzie said, think about your friends. Think about the track that I would have been on think about the track Amzy would have been on. And I know you, most of you are young. When I was a teenager, I was like, my life is great. But, you know, as an adult now, knowing more about myself and about my parents and their story, thinking about my life outside of this church, I don't want to think about it. But your friends at school who don't know this, they're on the same track. You know, your family members who don't know what we know. I mean, we're so blessed to have most of us grew up in this church we're so blessed 
And, you know, I didn't realize how blessed I was as a kid until I got older and, like, I met other people at college and stuff. It's like, oh, my God, your life is terrible. This is horrible. Your life is awful. And I, they're just missing something. And, you know, I don't want to see anyone live a life that doesn't involve a tangible relationship with God because if you are living a life like that, you're missing something. You know, we're talking about building the church. This, I mean, thinking this way really changed just my thinking about bringing people in. We've been taught this for years. We need to bring people to church. But I have friends that I know where their lives are headed. If if you're going to act scared to go talk to somebody about God, if you're going to go act, you don't want to talk to them because, oh, what if it offends them? whatever they're going to hell like you know their lives are terrible and you know right now depression and anxiety are such a big thing oh my gosh tiktok oh scrolling through tiktok it's nothing but videos of girls crying and like with the led lights around their room i don't know what that's about but you know it's just nothing but sadness and it's like i know that's most of the teenagers in america right now They're teenagers. When I was a teenager, everything was great. I was very sheltered, but I was like, yes, life is great. And I see kids that are 14 and 13 now that are, like, depressed about, you know, whatever. I mean, it's different now. We need to build this church because there's people out there that really need the revelation that we have. You can't act scared to go share the gospel you don't act like that because if you know that their life's heading in that direction you should be scared for them their life is heading down the toilet you need to help them we need to grow this church because there's people out there that are lost and you know I just I don't want to see anybody live a life like that but that went so much faster than I Uh, but yeah I just wanted to encourage you guys because I mean I feel very strongly about this just studying for this really changed my heart a little bit but I just wanted to encourage you think about your friends and think about your family whoever you come into contact with the person at Subway you know what does their life look like we have a real treasure here at this church I mean there's not many other churches like us in the area we, this is not something to keep to ourselves. We can't because there's people out there. It's a dying world, and they're dying along with it. Don't let them die. They need to come here, and we need to share this with them because, I mean, it is, it's gold. So I just wanted to encourage you guys, you know. So um, that went so fast. But we have something super exciting. And I'm going to have Tegan come back up here and talk to you about it. But I love you guys. Thanks for listening to this message. To learn more about what's happening at The Quarry, check us out on social media.